What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are y'all doing today? How are y'all doing? I hope y'all are doing great. I hope y'all had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I hope y'all spent some time with family. Hope y'all spent some time with friends. Hope y'all got to do something that you enjoyed, something fun, something enjoyable, something relaxing. If you had to work, I hope you didn't get too stressed at work. I hope you were able to get the day done. As for the rest of y'all, and for everybody actually, hope y'all are washing your hands out there. Hope y'all are washing your hands, spending that good 20 seconds under the sink, really, really grinding in, really, really getting your hand in there, putting some snow, washing that thing in there, because you know what? Your boy ain't trying to catch no corona. Your boy ain't trying to get no corona. I'm out here like every so often, just like, you know what? I just went to this place. I gotta wash my hands. I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just giving people pounds from now on. I'm not going to be giving nobody any handshakes. I'm not going to be doing no daps. You just get a, a solid pound. They just get a nice to meet you pound. There ain't no handshakes. There ain't no nothing, none of that going on anymore because there ain't nobody trying to catch this corona. Nobody trying to catch this corona. Anyway, I'm just kidding. I will still give handshakes because in the business world, a firm handshake is very, very, very much very looked like if you don't have a good handshake people look down on you and it's like it can kind of affect your growth and all this other stuff so if you're going into the business world into the corporate environment make sure you have a good handshake and everybody knows not giving dab especially as a black guy not giving dab to another black guy that's just disrespectful that's just disrespectful you don't do that you go in for the good dab going for that big hug give him that chest to chest no how you doing, man? Ah, you can grab it all the way in there. You bring it all the way to the chest. You know, like a real man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nothing making anything. It's neither here nor there. But anyway, man, I've just been on a tirade so far. But I hope y'all are doing well. All that is to say, I hope y'all are doing well. I hope y'all are healthy. I hope y'all are hail. I don't know. What is what is the thing about people always say hail and healthy? Like, what is that first part? Like, I, don't, I never understood what exactly hail means. Like, hail and healthy. Maybe I have the wrong word. Or maybe I've always heard it wrong. But people always be like, hmm, yeah, I pray you're hail and healthy. Like, hmm, what does hail actually mean? Like, I don't really understand. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I hope y'all are doing well, though. Hope y'all are doing well. Hope y'all have solid solid week up ahead i hope y'all are ready to tackle the issues that we got to tackle in the weeks ahead facing tomorrow or facing today handling the issues of today so that tomorrow can be much easier speaking of our tomorrows being much easier in my last podcast on thursday i talked about compound interest i didn't really dive into it a lot but in this podcast i want to talk about it a little bit more i want to hit on compound interest and what that actually is and how that can help you. To break it down, we'll start off with a simple definition of what is compound interest? What exactly is it? And we'll do a actual definition. Compound interest is earning interest on top of interest. When you invest money and you're expecting to get a return on your money, meaning that you should end up with more money than you originally put in if if you're using it in terms of money, if you leave that money alone. In other words, your money should be growing no matter what's going on. As long as you don't touch it, as long as you don't interfere with it, it should be increasing and get. you should be getting something back over time, over and over again. And that should continue to increase as you keep moving on into the future and you keep living life, 
getting better the world keeps spinning all that good stuff your money should see some kind of interest and should see interest upon the interest it's kind of like a magical phenomenon there's actually a math calculation that goes with it as everybody freaks out because i mentioned the word math it's a very simple equation really all the equation is is simply your initial amount that you used to start it which is called the principal times one plus the interest rate whatever that interest rate may be it can be from anywhere from 0.001 percent to a hundred percent divided by the number of times the interest compounds in each year which is basically like for a year if you're doing most investments it's 365 and then you multiply that by an exponent of the number of times it compounds each year times the total number of years that you invested so why am i talking about compound interest and that whole thing that whole math calculation that i just talked about first of all ignore the math calculation if you want to calculate compound interest you can go online search compound interest calculator there's a bunch of calculators out there so don't freak out don't freak out over just me mentioning math or me mentioning this whole calculation process the idea of me giving you this calculation process is just so you can have an idea of what it is but compound interest uh it's it's an interesting idea because the idea is for you to wait for a long term or to wait over a certain amount of time to see a greater return than for you to just collect stuff right now so the way you have to think about it somebody told me a story about compounding interest or rather not told me a story i read a story on just an a a classroom setting so the the story goes it's in a classroom setting oh it's not really a story it's just like like it's an example of an a exercise that is done with people and a study that was done on people um they said in the classroom setting everybody was asked the the person that was leading the class asked everybody would you rather take a penny a day that doubles every day so in other words if today you get one penny tomorrow you get two pennies and then and it keeps doubling like that for 30 days or will you just take one million dollars today was the question that was posed to a classroom of people to have able-bodied well working was doing well in society everything was going well for them whatever type of people and i'll pose that question to y'all would you rather take one penny a day or rather not one penny a day but one penny that doubles every single day would you rather do that or just take one million dollars up front which do you think is going to be more i'm gonna give you all a second to think about it if you said you would take the one million dollars well you just lost out on $4 million. And then the question is like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. All I did was take a penny that doubles every day. That's the power of compounding interest. Over the lifespan of those 30 days, that one penny turns, if you have a return, a 100% return, that one penny in those 30 days turns into $5.3 million. $5.3 million. In other words, the, the the lesson in that whole story or in the whole exercise is patience is key. Patience is key when it comes to in, it comes to building wealth, when it comes to investing, when it comes to any of these things. Patience is key. Sometimes you have to play the long game rather than focus on just the short term. Or actually, not just short time, sometimes. Most of the times you have to play the long game rather than just focusing on 
man, this $50 that I'll rather invest, $50 instead of putting it into investing, man, I'll just use it to go and buy something. And then that $50 is gone. Or you can take that $50, or in fact, just think about it. You can take that $50 and put it in some kind of IRA account or whatever, using Acorn or any of these services that are available. And that $50 over the span of, we'll say 20 years, that $50 at a 10% rate, using that calculation that we just did, very simple. <clears throat> Initial amount, $50 times one plus 0.1 divided by 365 days, because there are 365 days in a year, uh, all exponented to 365 times 20. That would be about $400 over a 20 year period is $400. Now, that may not look like a lot, because then again, you put in $50. But when you think about $50 every month, like think about it, $50, you put $50 every single month. Now take that $40 and multiply that, I mean, take that $50, multiply it by 12, and then you really start to see that thing snowball. Because there's a, there's a theory in investing. Investing is more of an exponential growth than it is a a one over one growth than it is a, a regular slope growth in other words there's a tipping point where your investment goes from a slant line investment where it just seems like you're making incremental or next to nothing if we go back to that penny example what that basically is is like you start out the first day is just one cent the second day is two cents the third day is four cents the fifth day it's eight cents it's 16 cents and then by the 10th day it's about five dollars and 12 cents by the 15th day, it's $163. And you may be like, $163, that's nothing. But by the 18th day, that one penny has turned into $1,310. And then that's when it starts to get exponential. The next day, the 19th day is $2,621. And then by the time you get to the 28th day, the 28th day, you have a million dollars, $1.3 million. And by the 30th day, because of that doubling that it's seen every every day, the 30th day you get five five and twelve cents, nine dollars and twelve cents. Now you won't see a hundred percent return on any investments. I'm just gonna be honest, but even a 10% return can net you unbelievable amounts. So let's run another exercise. Just this is just to get you thinking about thinking about opportunity costs is one way that I want everybody to think about. Think about the opportunity cost when you're saying, instead of investing the money, you just wanna buy something real quick. That's the opportunity cost of you losing out on possible millions of dollars. So we'll run a simple calculation of what would be most people's investment amount, what most people invest in their 401k or invest in an IRA or anything like that. So we'll just start with this. Let's say you invest $1,000. Let's say you just invest $1,000. You don't put anything extra in it. It's just $1,000 for one time and it earns 10% in a year. So after one year, you're gonna make $1,100. Now you may sneeze at that, you may be like, mm, only I only made $100. But then the year after that, you're gonna make, this was the example I gave the last time, the year after that, you're gonna make $1,210. Now that still doesn't seem that big, but then if you leave that $1,000 for 40 years, you will make $53,000. And all you put in, literally, this is, all you put in, all you did was put in $1,000. That's the power of compounding interest. Now think about, let's say you're putting that $1,000 in every month. Literally, 
you're putting out one thousand dollars. Well, we'll say let's say you put in we won't go to one thousand dollars because most people don't have a one thousand dollars to be putting into their account every month. But let's say you're putting in twenty four hundred dollars every year, right? Every year you're putting in twenty four hundred dollars for about uh, nine years. So over nine years, you contribute about two thousand twenty one thousand six hundred dollars because twenty four hundred times nine. You only contributed $21,600. However, your return on that investment will be two, if it's just like a regular investment in the in a regular IRA account, a regular IRA, which you should, or a regular mutual fund, which should net you about 10 to 12%. So we'll average it out and say 11.5%. And at that 11.5%, over a nine year period, over a nine year period, you will make $2,547,150. And all the only money that you put in was $2,000, was $21,600. Think about that. The only work that you had to do was to put in, what is that, $2,400 divided by 12. $200 every month that you just scrape out of your account. You just... You find a way in your budget to remove $200 and put towards your, your retirement or put towards an IRA account or put towards whatever. That money turns into $2 million. That's crazy. That is crazy. And so the idea is, why not do it? You're going to get an exponential return. An exponential return. So the idea is simple. Start investing. Start small. It doesn't matter. Like you can use Acorn. Acorn is an investment app that it basically connects to your bank account. And whenever you swipe your bank account, it transfers money for the leftover. Let's say you spend like $21.80. It basically rounds it up to $22 and sends the 20 cents to Acorn so you can invest that 20 cents into something. It doesn't take it doesn't take much. By the way, that example that I gave with $2,400 and you do it for just nine years, you do $2,400 uh, every every year until you're 30 years old and you contribute $21,600. The $2 million comes about when you turn to age 67. Let's say you're an, a 21-year-old and you do that and when you're 67, you're going to see $2 million and all you invested was $200 a month. It wasn't that much. But the point is, gotta start invest you gotta do it and you gotta do it and not look at it and just let it be and just let it be and let it grow and let it grow and let it grow and let it grow it will get to the point where it gets to that tipping point that i talked about when we use the example of the penny there is that tipping point where things don't just grow in, in incrementally anymore it turns it turns its head straight up and breaks through the roof that's when you start seeing the compounding start doing its business, starts doubling and starts just adding up super fast. And then you're like, that's when you start seeing the numbers actually change super fast. So the idea is simple. You have to be committed to it. You have to be consistent with it. You have to just do it. That's the main thing. The main thing when it comes to building wealth, when it comes to anything is you can't be passive about it. You have to, first of all, you have to start. You have to just start. Find out, find out what works for you and then just start working towards it. 
It's all starts with one day. It's all one day at a time. It's step by step. It's not it's not like today I'm going to invest this amount of money and then tomorrow I'm just going to see this great amount of money in my pocket. No, it's a consistent thing that you do every single day. And part of that is something else I want to talk about is you have to dedicate yourself in whatever you're doing, not just in investing, not just in trying and in doing this. You have to dedicate yourself to learning, to learning, to reading up, to finding out more information, to figuring out how exactly is the best way for me to do this. Because at the end of the day, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight with all of you. I can only talk about what I know. Some of y'all probably even know more than I do, in all honesty. But I the only the only bit of what I know is because of what I've read, what I've listened to. And just the information, what I've watched, and I've just gathered information over the years of like, yo, this is a good option. This is something I can, I can try and see how this works. And I'll even say, don't spend too much money and make mistakes. Don't do that. Um, what you really need to do, and as you start getting more and more into this thing, you got to get in a financial advisor. You got to get... Somebody who know who has gone to school, who has spent years or maybe not even gone to school, but has spent more time than you looking at this stuff, because at the end of the day, they know how to defend you better. But at the same time, you should also educate yourself to have some kind of understanding. I am not a financial advisor. I don't know everything. I only know a few things that can help you. My main mission, my main goal is to get you charged up enough to make you want to do this thing, to make you see that, oh my God, there's actually something in it for me. It's not just like empty promises. There's actually an end goal. There's actually a focus that you can get out of this thing. So when it comes to investing, it's a, it's a, it's the long game. It's the long game. And we'll talk about companies that maybe if you're just trying to start out and you just open an IRA account, what should you do when you open an IRA account? It's simple. I, for the most part, I think most people should invest in mutual funds because mutual funds have less of the volatility of just investing on the open market or even of ETFs. I like mutual funds because it's heavily managed by people who are looking at portfolios, who are looking at what companies to invest in, pulling out companies, adding companies in. So I like mutual funds. So I'll say, and like I said before, there are four types of funds you should invest in. But I'll say really when you're starting out, there's mainly three or two type of funds to invest in. It's the uh, blue chip funds, growth index funds. You know what? Let's just start it. Let me just break it all down again. So the four types of mutual funds are growth and income mutual funds. And these are your large cap funds or your blue chip funds. There's your growth stock mutual fund. And then you have your aggressive growth stock mutual fund. And then you have your international stock fund. So the first one is the one that I believe most people should have your majority of your portfolio in that because it gives you a good, like steady balance. Yeah, it doesn't grow as fast as the other ones. But it's still is steady. It's steady. You can always depend on them to give you some kind of return, like to always give you at least a one to it, most of the time a ten percent return on those. Now, when you move on to your growth stock mutual funds, these are your mid cap funds. This is focused on companies that are in the S and P five hundred most of the time. 
these give you more a higher percentage of a return that's like last year it was like 30 percent was most of the uh most of the companies within the s p 500 so these have a higher return but they also have some volatility to them even though they're mostly stable but they still have some volatility to them and then your aggressive this is your small mid-cap aggressive um funds or otherwise known as emerging markets these are markets that haven't really formed a base yet they're still figuring out how to do it like tesla can be well tesla is moving out of that slowly but tesla in the past was a company that was in that emerging market they didn't really know will electric cars sell will it not sell it was a new market it was a new thing and people didn't really know how to take it so that would be something like that so another thing like that would be uber uber is in that emerging markets fund so anyway you don't want too much of your money in that stock because in those kind of companies because you know it's very volatile it's very very volatile things move up and down very quickly in that market so you don't want too much of your fund in that and then you have international markets that's companies like samsung companies like tencent companies like baidu companies like mercedes com you know companies like sony all those companies the international companies of the world that do well but at the same time they also face more volatility so you don't want a majority you want a good one but you don't want a majority of your stocks in there so you want majority of stocks in those blue chip funds in those growth and income funds where they you know they're going to grow because these are large large companies and they employ too many people so even the government cannot allow them to fail so they're always going to do some kind of good and then you have your mid cap funds these two are the ones that you really want to push these are the two that you really want to invest majority of your money in to see decent returns year over year and then from there you can look at some other ones so when you do open whether it's an ira well most of y'all it's an ira when you do open an ira those are the funds that you should be looking at to invest in but the main thing is to do it just start whether it's ten dollars the main thing is like every one of these things is just to get you started it's just to get you like mm, I kind of like it. it's just to get you thinking about it and then thinking about what can I do to help to increase my wealth is the main goal of what I do here and you got to learn you got to learn thank God you're listening to this podcast this is where you start and then as you as you keep listening you will find books you enjoy you will find videos you like to listen to other podcasts to learn about all these things from one of the good ones that I've been listening to and learning a lot from is the motley fool they have really good really really good information on the motley fool they have a podcast uh they have multiple podcasts actually and then you can learn so much from them because these dudes have been investing for years like i, I only know a few basics but you can at least gain a thing or two from just listening to other people reading their books reading about how they go about looking at companies how do they determine if they want to invest in a company versus not invest in a company what is it that you you how how do you break it down what does a pe ratio mean what does a ps ratio mean what is a dividend all these things that i didn't know what all of these things are i'm still learning i don't even know what a pe ratio i kind of have an idea but not that much i'm still very very much need to learn about these things that is literally at the end of the day it's starting and then just continuing reading up on those information and growing from it and even more so than that in everything you do don't stay stagnant don't stay stagnant learn 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 always find ways to learn something like always learn always learn surround yourself with people who can teach you things 
or even go on YouTube and learn things. Always learn. Like when you go through anything in this investing thing or even in just general life, learn, learn. That's the key. If you get nothing else from this entire episode, it's simply learn, learn, enter a phase of learning, wanting to learn new things, not just always it's a good place to have pleasure, yes, but at the same time, make room to learn, to always be learning. Always be learning. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all learned something. I felt like I really, really rambled a lot in this episode talking about this compound interesting because it kind of got convoluted in the middle of it, I guess would be the way I put it. But um, I hope y'all learned something about compound interest and how it can really work to your favor. Also, I was going to say this at the beginning. I never said it. Compound interest works to your favor when you're investing and when you have a savings account or anything like that. It works, really, really works against you when you have debt. I don't know. For me, I remember when I had debt with my credit cards and stuff like that. It felt like no matter how much I was paying, it just felt like, oh my gosh, I'm still underwater. Why can I, why I'm not coming out of this thing? I keep paying the minimum, but I'm not, it's not working for me. It's basically because of compound interest. That's why you really have to like, for paying off debt, you really have to focus on it. You have to pay more than your regular uh, your regular minimum payments. You have to really be on top of that to be able to kill off debt fast, or even just to kill it up in a good amount of time, you have to be like super focused on it and not just be like, oh, you know, it will work out some way somehow. If, and that's another thing I hope you're getting out of this. You can't be passive, whether it's with paying debt, whether it's with trying to invest, whether it's with trying to succeed in your everyday life, whether it's with trying to get that job, whether it's with trying to date that girl, whether it's with trying to get married, whether it's trying to whatever it is, like whatever you're doing, you can't be passive with it. You can't, you can't, you can't be like, oh, I want a promotion at work. And then you're just kind of like, it will happen. It will, it won't happen. It just won't. Yes. I believe in God. I believe God will make a way but at the same time, you, you got a role to play too. So don't take life and just be passive in life. You have to be a participant. You have to participate in your life. If one thing as humans we love to do, we want to go on autopilot so badly. So badly. We don't want to think. We want everything to be thought out for us so we can be an autopilot. I'm not just saying that to everybody. I'm saying it to myself. Because a lot of times I just want to go on autopilot. I don't want to think about what I have to do. I don't want to think about how to get the job done. I want somebody else to just do it for me, to think for me and decide how to go about it for me. But you can't do that if you want to succeed at life, if you want to be great at life, if you want to accomplish something great in this life, you cannot be on autopilot. You just can't. You have to chase after the bull. You have to grab the bull. Gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. You have to grab the bull by the horn of life and do what you're supposed to do. You can't look, look at every, one thing I've just been paying attention to is I keep looking at the lives of some of the people that I consider to be successful, and none of them just kind of was just like, mm, you know, it'll happen when it happens. Nah, there were every single one of them were like, I need to make this thing happen some way, somehow. There is a place for when you've, you, there's a place to give it up to God. Yes. But there's also a place for you to actually be participating in your life, to actually be making decisions for your life. 
don't let life pass you by because you're just kind of on auto uh, autopilot. Grab the steering wheels and start to drive. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all got a thing or two out of this entire podcast. Again, hope y'all learned something. But it's been your boy Kalichi. We release new podcasts on the Rambling Mind every Tuesday and Thursday. Hit me up on my Instagram or my Twitter at Kelechi Iwaba. You can find how to spell that in the show notes or the description depending on where you're watching this. Or you can just click the link to follow me on any of those things. If you're watching on Instagram, if you're watching a clip of this on Instagram, thank you for following. If you're listening on YouTube, thank you for watching. If you're listening on any of the various podcast platforms, whether it be Spotify, whether it be Pocket Cast, whether it be Apple Apple Play or Apple Podcast, my bad, or Google Podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you all up on the next one. God bless you all. Peace.